if I have the right words to describe it. It's a different kind of war, Melangelis, than it is at home, too, but I don't know how to tell you about that, either. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could come feel and see and smell everything for yourself? And yes, there's plenty to smell. As far as the actual competition goes, I haven't spent a single second alone with the prince. My head throbbed. I closed my eyes, breathing slowly. I ordered myself to focus. I'm sure you've seen on TV that Prince Clarkson has sent home eight girls, all of them fours and fives, and that one six. There are two other fours left, and a handful of threes. I wonder if he's expected to choose a two. I think that would make sense, but it's heartbreaking for me. Could you do me a favor? Will you ask Mama and Papa if there's maybe a cousin or someone else in the family who's in the upper castes? I should have asked before I left. I think information like that would be really helpful. I was getting that nauseated feeling that sometimes came with the headaches. I have to run. Lots going on. I'll send another letter soon. Love you forever. Amberly. I felt faint. I folded my letter and sealed it in the already addressed envelope. I rubbed my temples again, hoping the slight pressure would give me some relief, though it never did. Everything all right, Amberly? Danica asked. Oh, yes, I lied. Probably just tired or something. I might take a little walk, try to get my blood moving and all. I smiled at Danica and Madeline and left the women's room, making my way toward the bathroom. A bit of cold water on my face would ruin my makeup, but it might help me feel better. Before I could get there, the dizzy feeling swept over me again. Perching on one of those little couches that ran along the hallways, I put my head back against the wall, trying to clear it. This made no sense. Everyone knew the air and water in the southern part of Ea were bad. Even the twos there sometimes had health problems. But shouldn't this escaping into the clean air, good food, and impeccable care of the palace be helping that? I was going to miss every opportunity to make an impression on Prince Clarkson if this kept up. What if I didn't make it to the croquet game this afternoon? I could feel my dream slipping through my fingers. I might as well embrace defeat now. It would hurt less later. What are you doing? I jerked away from the wall to see Prince Clarkson looking down at me. Nothing, Your Highness. Are you unwell? No, of course not. I insisted, pushing myself to my feet. But that was a mistake. My legs buckled, and I fell to the floor. Miss? he asked, coming to my side. I'm sorry, I whispered. This is humiliating. He swept me up in his arms. Close your eyes, if you're dizzy. We're going to the hospital wing. What a funny story this would be for my children. The king once carried me across the palace, as if I weighed nothing at all. I liked it here in his arms. I'd always wondered what they'd feel like. Oh, my goodness! 
someone cried. I opened my eyes to see a nurse. I think she's faint or something, Clarkson said. She doesn't seem injured. Set her here, please, your highness. Prince Clarkson placed me on one of the beds dotting the wing, carefully sliding his arms away. I hoped he could see the gratefulness in my eyes. I assumed he would leave immediately, but he stood by as the nurse checked my pulse. Have you eaten today, dear? Had plenty to drink? We just finished breakfast, he answered for me. Do you feel sick at all? No. Well, yes. What I mean is, this is really nothing. I hoped if I made this seem inconsequential, I could still make it to the croquet game later. She made a face both stern and sweet. I beg to differ. You had to be carried in here. This happens all the time. I blurted in